Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? Uh, welcome as we get to the playoff week eve, as we get ready for Maryland Black Bears playoff hockey starting on Friday night in Johnstown. We'll get to a lot of that here in a bit, but before we get to where we're going, we got to know where we came from. And uh, that was this weekend. Black Bears had two games to end out the regular season against Northeast, and they got themselves a hard-earned sweep. Uh, not for nothing. Northeast Generals always make the Maryland Black Bears uh, play a much tougher game. And they uh, very well coached with Brian Erickson behind the bench. Very well-built team and a team that uh, had a uh, heck of a tumultuous season. So hats off to them uh, to start off with. Um, but as rah-rah as that all is, we got games to talk about here. And they are moral en- mortal enemies for the weekend. Uh, we'll start off on Friday night. Friday night, a uh, a big 4-2 to win uh, for the Black Bears as they go uh, trying to make sure things get in the right condition before the playoffs start. And it started off pretty, uh, you know, feeling out period, back and forth. Miles Gunty had a heck of a weekend, though not really technically getting on the score sheet uh, in general. But he had a great defensive forechecking game. In the first period and the and most of the second period as well, you got name check a lot uh, in the broadcast as he was uh, making some moves. It seemed a little bit more comfortable out there than he may have had in the earlier Ice World times, uh, but uh, he uh, played a great, great uh, forechecking game, creating some turnovers, creating some offensive chances as well. Although the Black Bears didn't cash in on his directly, but they used the momentum. Uh, going uh, forward uh, as uh, the, the four-checking bug hit everybody else in the team, starting off with Tanner Rowe, who picked the pocket of a Northeast Generals defenseman, went in and uh, put it through Hugo Haas, making it one nothing with uh, just under, just about four minutes left in the first period. Going into the end of the first period, though, a little bit of brouhaha as Aiden Bruich was in the middle of some stuff as uh, he uh, drive into the net, Gets bar- barrels into Hugo Haas. Really didn't have much much room to go for. Uh, and, uh, you know, just things happen with a power forward, a, a guy as big as Aiden Bruich. Uh, Alexander Tashirny kind of uh, went at him afterwards and caused a power play for the Black Bears uh, going forward. But, unfortunately, Black Bears unable to cash in on the power play opportunity in this instance. But it was, again, back and forth, very tight hockey. Hans Colleen facing a decent amount of shots in the second period, 12 all in total. Uh, But the Black Bears were able to put another one on the board with 5.30 remaining. Luke Mountain streaks down the wing on a two-on-one and just throws it as a pass. It banks off a defender's skate past Hugo Haas. It is 2-0. That gave uh, Mr. Mountain his 16th of the season. Daniel Colabufo uh, with a assist, making it 14 for him. And A. McDowell, his 10th assist of the year. Uh, just about three minutes later, Dylan, uh, Dylan Hewitt of the uh, Generals get, cuts the lead to one goal as he goes ahead and uh, puts one home off of a uh, quick breakout and just passing back and forth tic-tac-toe. Hans Colleen couldn't stop that when it's 2-1 to one going into the second intermission. Hunter McCoy had quite the goal drought going on, but he broke that in the third period as uh, he was a trailer for Dylan Finley and uh, Dimitri Kibru, who played a uh, pretty solid game for himself as well. 
on Friday night, although he did not uh, factor in the score sheet, apparently. Finley with the only assist on Hunter McCoy's 14th, making it 3-1. About 3-10 later, David Andrzejczyk gets his 10th of the season in a pretty wild scrum during a broken play. And next thing you know, it's behind Colleen going 3-2. Black Bears held off uh, a very, very sturdy, stout offense of the Generals. And Luke Mountain with nine seconds left got a pass from Connor Cole, putting home his 17th into the empty net. A power play goal. Mountain his 17th. Like I said, Connor Cole his 18th assist on the season. That's all she wrote. Hans Colleen, 30 saves in his first game back after an absence. And uh, the Black Bears win that one. You got to figure it was going to be that kind of a tight, tight game as uh, on Saturday or on Friday night, rather. That was Thursday night. Friday night, the Black Bears. Uh, Final home uh, home game, home regulation. <laughs> Final home regular season game of the year, uh, and it was a nail biter. It was a it was thrilling hockey, and not a lot of riffraff going on either. Not somewhat riffraff, but not a lot of riffraff. All things considered, uh, Tanner Rowe opens the scoring once again. I didn't see this one. I was out picking out my car because I had or picking up my car because it's had some car issues for the entire week. But Tanner Rowe gets his six. He opens the scoring for the second night in a row. Quinn Kennedy with an assist, his first in the NHL, and Brandon Piku his seventh assist on the season. Piku uh, then again just comes through the middle in the second period and just cuts it off and puts home his sixth of the year. Cutting across the top of the dots, 8.23 in. Quinn Kennedy, his second assist. Kevin Scott, his third assist of the year as uh, the Maryland boys helping out Brandon Piku right then and there. Black Bears had some glorious opportunities too. Hunter McCoy, too, himself, unable to convert. Brad McNeil and Luke Mountain also trying some fancy things on the power play, kind of taking a backward step in, trying to get body position in the center to flick it in near side. Uh, nothing doing there, but the execution, at least the idea, was there for that, but a rebound in front of the net gave Ricky Boysen his uh, his 13th of the year, with just about three minutes remaining in the or two minutes remaining in the second period. Two to one lead going into the third period for the Black Bears. Then the ice got a little slippery. Um, things uh, things kind of went uh, a little haywire uh, as uh, late in the game. Uh, Luke Mountain checking from behind call. As uh, he gets a 2 and a 10 and the gate. So that would send him out for the rest of the game. Because there was only uh, 6 minutes and 25 seconds remaining. The 12 minutes outstanding. Blah, blah, blah. Even with overtime. It was 11.30. So uh, Liam McCanny gets his 19th. They capitalize on that. And it is a uh, it was quick. Boom, boom. As uh, we get ourselves a 2-2 game. And it goes to overtime. That solved nothing. Even though pretty glorious chances uh, going back and forth including Brandon Piku with a great recovery after uh, turning it over on a long shift, getting a shot block in there to uh, disrupt everything. And we go to a shootout. Six rounds it went. Philip Tornquist scored in uh, round two. Northeast got it back uh, with a goal from uh, Tashirni with, uh, with that in round three. And then in round four, Miles Gunty capping off his weekend. Just a rip job in the sixth round. Takes it home. For the Black Bears, they win 3-2. Hans Colleen, 34 saves in the winning effort. And the Black Bears end their season, their regular season, with a victory. Something you always want to do, have, have that momentum building uh, going forward. So the final stats with everything here included. The Black Bears 
uh, finish off their season with a 25-21 and 2 record. 58 points on the season, only three points behind uh, third place New Jersey. So a big situation with that winning percentage. 537 first team in team history to finish over 500. That is a huge, huge milestone for this squad, I have to, I'd have to say. Overall, they were uh, the second roughest, toughest team in the NA, in the NAHL East Division uh, and the th- third toughest team, it looks like, for penalty minutes in the league. So that's something. Um, you know, the penalty kill was good, so there's that. Uh, and the season on two-game win streak, of course, winning uh, six of their last ten points in seven of their last 10 special teams. You look at this, it's uh, the power play was uh, left a lot to be desired. Only 9.4% on that one. 19 goals on 203 attempts. Not so great, Bob, but the PK was uh, pretty stellar. First in the East division at 86.4, 11 shorthanded goals for uh, it. Uh, that led there was second in the East division and third Tied for third in the uh, entire league. So that was pretty big. And their PK ranked third in the league overall with 86.4. Only behind the juggernaut uh, Aberdeen Wings and the surprising Janesville. I shouldn't say surprising. Janesville's up there every so often. So, um, you know, the the one side of the special teams looks great. The other side, you know, we'll keep we'll keep chugging along. With that. So now we get to the playoffs. Playoffs! Uh, the Johnstown Tomahawks. If you go to clutchandcrab.com, I got a little preview up there uh, about uh, some odds and ends on this one. But we'll kind of run down this whole thing here as uh, Black Bears start off uh, Friday, Saturday in Johnstown. They'll come back on Wednesday to play the Tomahawks at the Den Thursday if necessary. And I believe Saturday if necessary as well. If that goes a full five games, best of five format, first the three wins goes on to the East Division final. Ten of the 14 games were one goal games. Five of them went to extra time. Black Bears, uh, five wins in uh, in this whole ordeal out of the 14 games, which may not seem like much, but uh, when, when you put it in perspective, they only had two wins in the first two seasons against Johnstown. I think uh, I think we've got ourselves a nice little improvement. You know, it, it it is a rivalry with how tight these teams play, with the animosity between these two teams. But at the same time, the record doesn't show that, which kind of throws people sometimes for a loop. But the intensity of these games are pretty, pretty solid. If you've watched any of them, either live or on TV, it comes across in a big, big way. So, um, yeah, even if you can't deal with those guys from uh, Johnstown calling the game, I, I I can't say anything for Rick Hall. He is good. Uh, Nico, the other guy, not a fan of him, though. Uh, so as we look at the uh, the stats, Connor Cole has been a tomahawk uh, tomahawk killer for this whole thing. Ten points, three goals, seven assists. On the goal side, Reed Liebel with five goals uh, this season against the Tomahawks. Daniel Colabufo, three goals. Uh, Hunter McCoy, also three goals against the uh, this squad. Tanner Rowe, two goals. And then you look at uh, guys like uh, Josh Nixon, two goals, five assists. Jared Sidlowski, two goals, five assists. This team can score against the Tomahawks. It's just a matter 
of uh, timely scoring, timely defense, everything dropping into place. The upside to all this is this is also one of the first. This is the first year that the Tom, or that the Black Bears have won in Johnstown, and it's the first year they've swept Johnstown in those games. So uh, I think this is a promising, promising situation. And to be honest with you, the pressure is not on the Black Bears. This is a situation where the Black Bears are a four seed. Um, they are probably one of the teams that people... I mean, you look at the beginning of the season, you look at the middle of the season, you look at the end. You know, the two bread parts of that season sandwich, pretty good. So that middle part that kind of just made people think twice. But this is a team on the rise. This is a team that knows where they're going. This is a team that knows where they want to be. The Black Bears should have no pressure on them right now. It's all on Johnstown. And that's what you got to think. I mean, have fun with this. Yeah, the playoffs is something else. But you know what? If you upset Johnstown and Johnstown's holding their sticks a little tight because, you know, they know they know what they have to be. The Black Bears are playing with house money at this point. The Black Bears right now are in control in terms of where they need to be. They They have to shake off all the regular season stuff. They have to take the positives out of the regular season, being that close to Johnstown consistently, being that close to them, even when they may may not have should have been. That was English. But this right now is a time you want to set your goals for the Robertson Cup, of course, but you also don't want to put too much pressure on yourselves that you're gripping your stick too much, that you're not focusing on what you need to do. Play it smart. Play it fun. Let's go out there and have it. Playing with house money. You want to, you want to, you want to get people talking. Let's get some, get some upsets going. Let's have some fun hockey out here. It's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be a fun series. I think this is what, uh, what we should uh, yearn ourselves to be. And like I said in my post, they take one out of two at Johnstown. I consider that a win, because then you got to go back to the Den where they have won seven of their last ten games. It's a situation where the Black Bears now in the driver's seat. They're one of the hotter teams going into it, and I think that they are ready to go. And, I, and I'm I'm all for it. I will be watching Ice Dead Set Friday, Saturday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then again Saturday. So if you can't go to Johnstown or get into the den, Hockey TV is the place to be. And I think you guys would enjoy and would really uh, would really behoove you to watch these games. This is pretty pretty big history in the making for this uh, this squad. They've worked damn hard to get there. They've gone through the peaks and the valleys. Um, they've dined with kings and queens, but they've also feasted on Frank and beans or something like that. I think the I think uh, I think that was Plato who said that or Dusty Rhodes. I'm not entirely sure. I get confused. I fell asleep in history class a lot. So. Friday, Saturday, it all begins. We'll be back here on Monday to tell you all about it if you didn't watch it and to catch you up on or maybe relive some good things as we get going for that. Some commitment news as a uh, a one of those uh, Tomahawks will be staying in Maryland full-time starting next season. Ethan Webb, defenseman from the Tomahawks, he is committed now to Stevenson University. Six foot O defenseman from Lexington, South Carolina, a goal and nine points this season in 40 games. Um, a big, sturdy guy uh, out there. Doesn't take too, too many shots. Knows his role back there as a kind of a, a stalwart defenseman. Will chip in things here and there. But I think overall, this is a good pickup for Stevenson. 
as uh, they look to uh, rebuild a little bit on that blue line after losing Aaron Murray on that blue line, especially. I think that that's uh, and uh, Martino uh, Piccarello there, Matt Capucci. They lost some guys. So uh, Webb could be a good fit to uh, jump right in there. I mean, they had the the the, uh, the, the Mustangs had some pretty good talent. Evan Beers, uh, chief among them, him and Blake Coleman stepping up in a big way in their first year. So we will have to see if uh, Ethan Webb can also bring that kind of tenacity to the Stevenson roster. So after this series here, we'll cheer him on for Stevenson after that. But uh, of course, mortal enemies, blah blah blah, hockey, 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 oi, oi, oi. What do you say about some players? Uh, Sam Annis ended his campaign on Sunday with a goal in a losing effort. The only goal as the Utica Comets uh, lose to the uh, Rochester Americans. Their last game is the Canucks affiliate. The Comets will now be the New Jersey uh, New Jersey Devils affiliate for the next season. Annis ends with uh, a point-per-game pace, four goals, 19 assists on the season. Uh, like I said, didn't play an entire season because of the fact that he was on the taxi squad for the Blues for a good chunk of it. So he, uh, you know, lost some time there. But point per game, even with the stops and starts, pretty, pretty good, uh, I would have to say, overall. Uh, Mike Chen and the Pensacola Ice Flyers with a big, big upset as uh, they went ahead and won the President's Cup in the SPHL. And they are the uh, the champions of the league. Chen, however, not making it into the playoff roster for one reason or another. He finished the season with three goals and 11 assists for 14 points, 26 penalty minutes on 25 shots. So uh, I don't know if he'll get a ring or anything, but the Rockville native comes back after his time in the, over in the VHL, uh, the KHL's minor league, and then gets back to uh, North America. And his team wins a championship. So that's pretty swanky right there. Will Margell uh, had himself a weekend, uh, one game of duty actually, a goal and assist against the Hat Tricks in a what was a kind of a nothing, a meaningless weekend because Johnstown knew they were in and uh, Danbury knew they were gone. So Johnstown, much like the Black Bears did, resting a lot of their players, getting maybe one or two games in just for reps, and then away they went on that one. Jarrett Rosberg, he finished off his season. Uh, with a goal and six assists, including an assist on Saturday against the Iowa Wild. Um, so his first quote-unquote full season with uh, seven points in 36 games, 34 penalty minutes on that one for the uh, Clarksville, Maryland native. Andrew Tack has had a, ba- a bit of a bounce-back weekend as he won both his games against the, uh, the last place Odessa Jackalopes. But a win's a win's a win. He gets two wins in that one. Uh, four to three and three to two. Uh, 16 saves on Saturday, 19 saves on Sunday. He finishes his regular season with a 14 8 and one record, a 282 goals against, and a 903 save percentage with two shutouts in that. And that closes the book. We have done it. We have done another one, folks. Thank you again for joining me here. Uh, again, Friday, Saturday, going to be big, big games. We will have to talk about it come Monday or Tuesday. I record Monday. Note to self. In any case, you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. I am Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Chesapeake Hockey Week on the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction. Clutchandcramhockey.com. Some stuff up there. Uh, you can go check out uh, the uh, Facebook page at Chesapeake HW Pod. And that's also the Twitter, Chesapeake HW Pod. 
as well. And hey, if you want to check out some of Johnny P's fancy photos, if you didn't check the link over on the Twitter or anything like that, go to FOHS Radio, and that's where you can find the pictures on Facebook and Twitter. So you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. Play that clutch and crab hockey. Let's go Black Bears, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Peace.